Ever dance with the devil in the pale light? It's metal, it's rock and roll, it's dangerous. Nobody threatens Sam, you clearly Welcome to the Lion's Pit. I'm your host, Andrew, and today I'm joined with Izzy and Sam from Conquer Divide, uh, which is based out of Canada, U.S., and the U.K. Uh, It's actually uh, humbling for me today because I finally have my first metal female band, so uh, thanks for coming on, guys. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, Izzy, where whereabouts are you located in the states? So, I live just out of Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Um, pretty close to um, Kristen, um, but I'm originally from the UK, so I'm originally from Liverpool. So, I moved here about four or five years ago now. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. And. Uh, uh, Sam, we were just talking off about you being from Montreal. Uh, so, with all that being said about you guys uh, being kind of disp- dispensed throughout uh, from the States, Canada, and UK, um, how, how has it been, uh, besides COVID-19, how has it been to actually... Uh, get recorded stuff done and I know you guys took a little bit of a uh you you started uh you've had some member changes and stuff since 2015 uh and then you guys have kind of come back uh what's that been like mm-hmm. um so me and Kristen so I play guitar and Kristen also plays guitar so we actually live pretty close together so when we're right. songwriting it's pretty easy like we just kind of, I drive to her house, so that's cool. Um, and then everything else we do online. And what tends to happen is if we have like a photo shoot or a video shoot, we all just kind of flock to Michigan. So that's what happened in, you know, um, January or February. Um, Sam and the other girls came in, um, everyone fl- flies into Michigan. We just kind of stuff everything at once <laughs> and try and get as much done as possible. That's kind of what ends up happening with us. <laughs> awesome. So it kind of, uh, how has it been with the COVID and not being able to do that traveling because of the border being shut down? Well, luckily, um, we literally did our video shoot um, for our newest song. Well, we did Chemicals and Bad Guy just before everything shut down. So I don't know, Sam, like how many weeks was it before the lockdown that we did that? It was like probably three or four weeks before everything shut down. And like, I remember I got back to Canada and then I was, um, I needed to go to Toronto and that was the weekend that was like a couple weeks later and i remember being in toronto being told like like, you need to get home you know you might get stuck (laughs) in another province and like things like that and it was a good timing yeah yeah so we were super lucky like we kind of planned we had planned this video shoot and um our photo shoots and recording months 
in advance because like I said we have to organize everyone to fly in so yeah we were super lucky we had to fly in our director so Jeb Hardwick did our video for chemicals he flew in actually from England to do our video so we were actually super lucky with that as well because if that had been locked down you know that would have sucked because obviously it's yeah. been around five years since we released something so that would have been really sucky if we had organized something that after five years and then not being able to do it so we yeah we were just very lucky right uh so i i actually just today saw the video for uh bad guys or bad guy mm -hmm. that uh i'm i personally am am a big fan of uh even though i'm a metal guy i'm i'm a big fan of uh billy eilish and uh i thought it was really cool that you guys did a song like that and i the reason why i think it's cool is because you have you have a big metal, uh, metal in element in your band, but then you've got uh, your lead singer, which blew it out of the park. Like it was just, it sounded so good. And then when you guys uh, had that that ending, I was waiting for that ending, like three minutes. I was waiting for that ending, and then it finally yeah, came. Yeah, a lot I'm of like, people said that. Yes, <laughs> it was uh -huh. awesome. So what, yeah, that's what like your... what a lot of the comments are on YouTube. Like people are like, oh, the breakdown, the breakdown's so cool. And I feel yeah. like because that's like the main topic of discussion in the comments, like people are actually watching the full video, which is nice, you know. Right. <laughs> I love hearing like the metalheads who maybe they aren't like they don't know or like Billy, but then they're like the song really like the song starts at two minutes thirty seconds or something, and yeah, it's exactly. like yeah. exactly when the breakdown comes in. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so funny because when we were in the studio and we were recording that, we were just cracking up at like how ridiculous, like how ridiculously heavy it sounds, and it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, and I I listened to this single, uh, Chemicals, amazing track, very very well done, very well produced. I've also listened to your whole uh, the. Conquer Divide album that you guys released. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I wish I'd heard of you guys sooner. You guys are super, super awesome. Very talented. What I like, uh, you can definitely, the drums and chemicals is very, uh, it, it's very potent. Like it's really, it's out, it's right in there. And I think that's cool too. Uh, so what were your thoughts on on that song specifically and and the video well stop you can you can start off with this because she comes from like a really heavy like metal band um like metal background and of course um that chemicals was kind of our debut with sam so i know how the drumming is different than what you're usually used to uh, mm -hmm. i think it's it's mostly about what drums make sense for the song too you know you don't want to have too much going on just to kind of keep the head you know oh it needs to sound heavier you know in general or something or it's like oh it needs blast beats or it needs like something that you know maybe <laughs> the song doesn't need it right so it's really more about um you you know you want to write drums that really fit and they really accentuate everything and you know where maybe the kicks match up with the you know rhythm guitars things like that and in the 
um, and the breakdown and things like that. Um, but it's really, I think especially Chemicals is a very vocals driven song as well. And so I think it's definitely okay. You know, drums can take a bit of a backseat. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And we're very lucky to have like amazing producers that work on our music. So they, they know how to make, you know, everything sound good and everything to fit. It's like perfect. <laughs> right. Uh, so mentally, how has everybody been doing uh, with with the pandemic and, and everything going on in the world right now? How have you guys been holding up and, you know, have you come to any struggles or anything? Well, I think it's, it is definitely weird that we released a song, you know, we've released some new material and we have no idea when we're going to be able to tour with it. That's definitely like a really weird feeling. Right. Um, so to kind of make up for that, we've been doing a lot of um, YouTube content so that we're going to be kind of busting things out and releasing like, you know, funny videos in between our releases. But it is it's really bizarre that we can't perform it or plan at all right now. That's a yeah, really weird feeling. I think not having an end date for all of this or like a restart date for the music industry is is tough. And just trying to come to terms with shifting um, how bands approach music and promoting their music and interacting with fans and creating content. And I think it's just kind of maybe the, the final... The final um, straw maybe for bands who weren't creating a lot of online content who really this is kind of the, the fire that they needed to to do that right mm-hmm. right um now sam with you coming in kind of right when uh when covid hits uh how how has it been for you to adjust with the band and uh, have you had any struggles personally yourself with, with that and the band getting adjusted? I mean, everyone has been so welcoming since day one. Um, and I've known Kristen for, you know, since before the band formed and, and things like that. And everyone else has just been so nice. And when I came in to, to work on stuff, um, yeah, everyone's really open and everyone's kept in touch online, you know, regularly. Um, and so in terms of like, adjusting to you know working with the band I think that that's been pretty that's felt really good I mean it's just kind of a shame that we can't do it in person um but it is what it is and I mean it's mostly just like working on stuff at home I mean learning the first album things like that um I think it's been pretty I I don't think it's really taken any more adjusting than maybe it would have if we weren't in a pandemic right minus the lack of touring right Mm -hmm. uh so speaking of touring, uh, are you guys nervous about uh, what's going to happen when when life goes back? And I mean, it's still going to be it's it's a very gradual thing, uh, especially with like, you know, you've got drive in concerts and stuff happening. And but like uh you know, what what do you guys see happening with, with the live side? And, you know, are you nervous on that part for the band? Um, it is, it is 
very like uncertain what's going to happen because for example like on facebook the other day i saw that they were built that they, they had an idea that everyone had their own personal platform did you guys see that or in, in newcastle um, yeah, yeah 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 like people like <laughs> so and um, is that going to be more expensive is it like renting out a vip booth or something like i don't know that's that's where and especially the genre that we're in i mean live shows everyone's supposed to be really close to each other pushing each other around and you know getting real close and personal and how, i don't understand how that's gonna uh work <laughs> like you won't be able to do a mosh pit right because if you're supposed to be social distancing so it's gonna be definitely weird for our genre right Right. I imagine they're just going to open up venues and tell people to keep apart and wear masks. That's what I think is going to happen. A social because, distancing I mean, mosh pit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, restaurants and bars that open up in Michigan um, right. at half capacity and people just have to wear masks. So I don't, I don't really see why venues can't open up at half capacity. And uh, yeah, but I guess you just have to control how people <laughs> distance themselves. Maybe everyone can go in little, like, you know, those plastic orbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And roll around. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I, I'm not sure how they're going to do it. Yeah, it's... Uh, and, and Yeah, and, like, also on tour, you already get sick, you know. I'm sure Sam, Sam knows that she's been on tour plenty of times. Like, right. there's always the tour plate going around, and everyone's up close and personal with each other. You know, we're all sitting in a van, six of us. <laughs> So that's going to be tough, too, because if someone, you know, gets sick, we're all kind of screwed <laughs> at that point. Right. Uh, so with the pandemic stuff out of the way, uh, what what's one strength that you guys find has kept you relevant in the industry? Uh, and like we we were talking about with you guys kind of coming back from 2015. So uh, it's a different in a different situation there. So well, we have a, um, a really dedicated fan base. And we're very lucky for that. So when we were on our hiatus, people were constantly asking us like, when are you guys gonna be back? When are you guys gonna be back? Um, and then prior to the release, we actually kind of created this fan club and we went and messaged all our old school fans that we've known for years and years to like let them know what's going on. And everyone was really cool and really like welcoming. Like we were kind of nervous because we were like, oh, people aren't going to care about us anymore. You know, we haven't really we haven't really done anything in five years and we haven't really told anyone what's been going on. We've just kind of been on break <laughs> and everyone was really welcoming and like obviously the single's doing great and it's, it's 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 amazing. We just have a really great dedicated fan base that we're really patient with us as well. Right. Um so you mentioned chemicals. Do you guys have any any more content that's that you guys plan on putting out in the next little bit or uh is that going to be an album or is that just going to be a single? We have about an EP recorded, EP length, so around like five songs. Okay. Um, we don't have an album length yet. Um, right now, we're considering just releasing singles every few months, um, but that could change. Um, we're still on the fence about that. 
because I feel like um, the way the music industry is right now, um, people seem to like singles a lot instead of like full lengths. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, it's it seemed to gravitate towards the singles definitely. Uh, so, what was your vision uh, when when the band first started, and after the hiatus, has it has it changed or is it still the same pretty much? Yeah, I mean um, the, I mean our vision is is to just kind of also show girls that we can kick it with the boys. That's really been the main um, vision of the band. And we've kept up with that. We've had member changes and we've managed to keep our all girl, you know, um, all girl band uh, members. Um, and really, yeah, that was the vision and we've kept up with it. And yeah, and we just wanted to be a really good influence for girls and metal because it is, it is still like a pretty heavily male dominated genre. Um, I feel like maybe what has changed since um, the first album, during the first album cycle, we were pretty precious about like, we don't want to look too girly. We want to kind of look casual. We don't want to be too dolled up because we didn't want to, um, we didn't want to seem like we were kind of selling sex almost, you know what I mean? So, and now we're just kind of more relaxed. We're like, yeah, we can kind of be fashionable and metal, you know? So we've definitely loosened up. Like I think in the first band, um, the first album photo shoots, we were kind of just wearing jeans and Converse, and now this this one we're wearing like leather and skirts and stuff, and we're really we're all into makeup and everything. So we've kind of relaxed about that. That's awesome. We've kind uh, of embraced our femininity in this next album cycle. I think. <laughs> well, I, yeah. and I think that's I think that's really great because it shows. Uh, that females can, like you said, females can kick it just as good as the guys. And I, I want to see more. I want to see more, band, more female bands come out and and dominate over over the male. The male, it's it, it really is. It's really male lopsided, and it shouldn't be. There's there's women. Women can do it just as good. As men, I, you guys rock it. So, uh, and I mean, the, when live comes, I definitely, definitely want to be able to come out and see you guys perform. I think you guys would be an awesome show. So, uh, what, what do you guys do when you're not making music? Sam. <laughs> um, I am a writer. Um, I actually get paid to write about drums, which is great. I work for Drumeo and I manage the online magazine. So I basically do interviews with drummers and I write about articles about drumming. Um, awesome. she's that's... a drum nerd. Um, yeah, <laughs> great. It's funny. I never used to be a huge of like a gearhead or like, I didn't know who any of the famous drummers were and people were like, do you like this drummer? And I'm like, I don't know who that is. And now, now I, now I actually know this stuff, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah. And it's, a, uh, it's cool. Cause I, I can work from anywhere. So, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I um so when when we're not doing band stuff, which um, my day job is guitar teaching, so I teach mm. guitar, bass, and ukulele at a academy in Michigan. 
I teach a lot of kids, which the, the kids don't really, I feel like a lot of the kids don't appreciate the screaming music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's kind man. Of funny. <laughs> but yeah, I teach, um, I teach like a lot of girls as well. And I think, and I think the, I think parents do appreciate um, having like a female teacher, you know, for their girls to kind of show them like, yeah, you know, you can do it. This person's doing it. Yeah. This girl's doing it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, I think it's really cool that you guys, that your jobs are uh, music based, which is, which is fantastic. I think that's, such a good thing. Um, you see so many people in the in the music business as as artists or 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 bands that you know have to work those like those hard like the really you know the stuff that they don't want to do. And I think it's cool that you guys get to do what you want to do and what you're passionate about. So I think that's uh, hats off for that. That's definitely definitely a great thing. The long, well, the longest time I was only doing bartending um, for probably about the first three years I was here in the States, I was just doing bartending between um, touring. And then uh, I picked up the teaching and I just like felt so much better about myself. Like it, it was kind of soul sucking, just kind of going into a job that wasn't involved with music. I mean, it made money and it makes good money. And I still do do it a couple of times a week, but really having music in your daily life um, especially when you're part of a band where everything, all the members are so spaced out. It's not like we practice weekly together. Right. You know, we come together for video shoots, photo shoots, tours. And then between that, we're kind of writing, doing online stuff. And it might be a few months or maybe even a year before we see each other again. So it's definitely good to have it daily in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it can, wow. it can get depressing, you know. And I, I also like the fact that you're uh, not only are you teaching guitar, but you're teaching ukulele, which is, I think, is kind of cool because it gives that, you know, that other element, uh, which is fantastic. So uh, what would be a dream country by the end of your career, your music career? What, what would be your dream country to actually say that you went and performed there? You first, Sam. <laughs> uh, oh man, it's tough. Probably Japan. I've never oh, toured in Japan. Say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I, had, I had a feeling too. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Japan would be awesome, and I've heard really good things about um, the scene in Indonesia. I don't know what the shows are like, but I've heard so that as well. Metal, metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I would love to play um, the UK, obviously, just because I'm from there, and I'd love to like kind of play the Northwest, like Manchester, and have all my friends back there like come see us. That'd be great. <laughs> but also, yeah, Japan would be cool. I think um, I know Kia, our vocalist, she wants to get to Australia, which would be cool too. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what would be what would be a dream venue? Oh, like, <laughs> <the O2. laughs> like O2 Arena. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I would love to do a really big outside festival. So like in England, we have like Download Festival, yeah. which is like, like I think it's up to like almost 100,000 people. It's a bunch of people that go there. I've oh, been there big. twice. 
it's like a five day um it's a five day festival and people camp and there's just so many people and the stage are the stages are huge I would love that that'd be great if it you know but who knows what's going to happen with everything well, yeah. <laughs> it'd be great though <laughs> yeah. Hellfest would be awesome too I would love to play Hellfest oh, yeah, yeah 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 because awesome. when we went on tour for um we did a tour in 2015 I think it was 2015 with the All Stars tour and that was great so that was a traveling festival like a tour package and that was one that was my favorite tour that we've done so far just because it had a great atmosphere because it was just a bunch of people you know every single show right uh so one album that has influenced you guys to wanting to be musicians in in a metal uh, metal core band or what what exactly would your your genre be like post post hardcore or is it uh yeah like post hardcore metalcore and then we also go into rock a bit because yeah, like some yeah. some of our yeah we some of our um songs are a little bit softer so we definitely we try and stick to our metalcore roots you know really? we try and keep it a little bit heavy and but of course melodic with Kia singing right so I guess like um, for me personally, um, so like before I joined Conquer Divide, um, I was listening to a lot of like August Burns Red, Parkway Drive, like kind of old school nice. metalcore, like, and I was really into that kind of really heavy guitar orientated music. So that's probably what um, what fueled me my determination to join a band because I go see them in the UK and like the shows would always be crazy and I'd be looking up at stage like I want to do this that's that's like fun yeah yeah that's pretty crazy uh-huh and of course like that music um especially August Benz read that guitars can like can be really technical so I was trying to like learn their stuff and that was like good for my technique because <laughs> I was trying to learn all their music awesome Sam what about you I don't think there was a specific like metalcore album like in particular or anything. Right. I mean, the first music that I listened to that made me want to play metal drums in general was like Dream Theater and Opeth. Mm -hmm. And for Opeth, it was um, Ghost Reveries. And I don't remember which Dream Theater album, but I don't know. I was in high school and I was like, I got to get a double kick pedal. Like This is amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, more, more on like in terms of maybe similar influences to Conquer Divide. I mean, I don't know. I used to be really into um, bands like Misery Signals and like Poison the Well. Um, nice. And, but I think I listened more to singles at that point than, I, I don't know. I was really into Lex on Fire. I mean, they're not metalcore per se, but I don't know. That's where I got into more of like the screaming vocals and things like that. Melodic guitar leads. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's a, Oh, quite quite the array of of uh, influences for sure, uh, and I I what that's the other thing is I like the pop influence that that uh, Kia brings to the the band. I think it it just I like it. I she's got an amazing voice, and then when you you know you go from that and then you throw in the the heavy stuff it's it's great um so what what's one thing just a couple of fun questions uh 
Uh, and and I I always like this one because it it gives me I've got so many different places that I got to check out now, and with with you being in the states and and Sam being in Montreal, which I've never been to Montreal, so uh, what if you could only eat at one restaurant for the rest of your life, uh, where would it be? <laughs> I would pick like a Thai food restaurant because I love Thai food, but not like awesome. a specific, not like a specific one, just like Thai food in general. <laughs> I would love that. That's uh, one of my favorites. Thai food's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, I mean, it's it's hard to say because, like, I come from a, like I'm from Vancouver originally, and it's okay. just the city of so many good restaurants it's it's somewhere between um there's a place called burgoo and it's supposed to be like uh, comfort food so it's a lot of like everything's warm and it's just like amazing like i don't know sandwiches soups like stews and it's just everything there the most amazing grilled cheese i've ever had in my life and and then there's the best sushi place i've ever been to and it i think it's called manami and it's also also in vancouver and it's just like melt-in-your-mouth um, sushi. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Expensive, though, so I can't eat there very often. <laughs> no, but, but if you could eat that if every I, day, would you? Yeah. True, yeah. true. <laughs> I would. I, I would. Exactly. <laughs> uh, is there a specific place in Montreal? Um, hmm, good question. I'm just trying to think maybe my old neighborhood. Um, I mean, there's a million poutine places. I don't know if I could yeah. eat poutine every day. Yeah. I did when I first moved here, like the first few weeks. Yeah. I, was, I did not feel good. I was like sweating grease. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I don't eat that every day anymore. But uh, yeah, there's I don't know. There's yeah, actually know. one place in Detroit that I could just, I just thought then, and there's this place in Detroit called Johnny Noodle King, which is so good. It's like ramen, and it's this really small mm. place, but it's so good. I would love that, actually. I changed my answer. If it's a place, it has to be a place, then Johnny Noodle King in Detroit. So good. Johnny Noodle King. I'll have to, mm-hmm. My wife and I will have to stop in there once the uh, whole... The whole COVID-19 stops. <laughs> yeah, where, where are you from? Uh, Oshawa, Ontario. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so just next door to uh, Sam. Uh, so uh, if, if you guys could collaborate with a, with a pop artist or, or a hip-hop artist, uh, who, who would you want to collaborate with? Hmm. <laughs> Any ideas? I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, I like Sia, and I, I even though she, I don't know if she's still active, but I always, I liked Lord a lot, and I mean, I like Gaga, I like Billie uh-huh. Eilish. Yeah. I really like um, I like Halsey. I think she's cool. Halsey, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh huh. And then, like, I have, like, a really, I have a big soft spot for Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> so, if that, if that could work, <laughs> she could just, like, do a verse, like, a really filthy, a filthy verse on one of our songs. I don't know. 
or it's like over a breakdown like the rest of the song's just singing or yeah. something yeah. and then it's just like this nasty breakdown well i feel like rap i feel like rap and metal it melt like belts together really good yeah i like back, back um when I was a teenager, I did um, a collaboration. It was like a project um, in England and we kind of did like a rock song and we had a, a rapper on it and it was great. And then we also had saxophone on it. It was sweet. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I, yeah, I think, I think that's one of the big things that's, that's really coming up is, is metal with, with rap. Uh, yeah. Like I used, um, I used to listen to hacktivists quite a lot. They're, they're, they're quite a big one. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're still active. But I mean, of course, Limp Bizkit, duh. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't I Prevail just do, like, release a single where it was like a collaborate, like a rap collaboration? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. with uh, some, uh, uh, Joiner someone. Jo- Joiner. Uh, Lucas Joiner. Lucas Joiner, I think, right. was... was uh, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think those kind of collaborations are are awesome, uh, mm-hmm. and then obviously you've got like bands like Linkin Park and stuff that mm-hmm. you know already had that element. Uh, so I think that's I think that's great. I think it's and I think it's cool again that you guys mentioned female uh, female artists that you would want to collaborate with. I think that's you know staying true to you guys is is definitely a a big thing so mm-hmm. uh, yeah like definitely like when you mentioned how you like kia's pop sounding vocals when like when kristen and kia are working on her vocals and her vocal melodies like they're heavily influenced by pop artists because um I mean, pop artists, they have the formula down to a T. They know, like, the rhythm of vocals, the melody of vocals, everything to make it sound perfect and just just right. So that it is like, yep, that sounds good. Yeah. So we definitely are influenced, especially for Kia's vocals, by artists like Lights, Halsey, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift. Like, we'll listen to their stuff and we'll kind of analyze their vocal style and listen to their rhythms and how it all kind of melts in their genre and then we kind of see like hey can we apply this to our song like oh she does something quite cool there can we try and do that something like that you know exactly that's awesome with with COVID-19 and everything and and just with with bands in general it's it's kind of getting uh we're we're trying to push the mental the mental health element and it's it's i personally am a big advocate for mental health and i think that every almost every interview i try to get that that into my interview because i really want i really want other people's other bands perspectives on the mental health side so what what are your thoughts on the mental on mental health and in the world you know, in the music industry, and do you think that we're on the right page, or do you think that uh, there's a lot more that still needs to be done? So, um, I feel like, um, well, I always see who does this. I, I know that uh, 
a lot of artists like advocate for mental health and people they'll do like charities and there's even some metal festivals right that i think it's called like self-help fest or something so i think it's great that um artists and drama are kind of advocating for that but i feel like as long as artists are honest especially with their fans because i feel like when a fan or someone that listens to music um can really see like oh this person you know they're going through it as well there's someone that I look up to they're not invincible they're not this perfect person that I'm thinking about you know I think that can be really helpful um for people as well because sometimes it's easy to kind of like idolize musicians and think like oh these people are perfect you put them on a pedestal and I think it's really important for artists to like come kind of come down to earth with their fans and be like hey like um, it isn't just because we're doing well, it's not perfect, you know, and everyone has problems. I think that can be really helpful, especially for listeners. We try and make, we, right. especially with our music, um, even like lyrics wise, we try and always make everything very relatable. That's like one of our goals when we're writing lyric content. We want everything to be um, relatable for fans. We want fans to be able to relate to it. Yeah, and there's a, I mean, so many people use music, I think, as an escape from like the anxieties and stresses of kind of everyday life. And I yeah. think it's important for for them to be able to have that escape or like create that other world. And I think, especially right now where there's, you know, there's no live music. And I think that people are really just craving, like, you know, they want to hear that their favorite artists are okay, but they also, you know, maybe they're struggling right now. And they're like, you know, trying to go back to the songs that helped them through dark times in the past, or maybe they're hoping that there's going to be new music. and I think that one thing that artists can do right now, especially is I, I know that it doesn't make sense for everyone to release new music right now because they think, well, you know, oh, well, we don't want to put out an album because like we can't tour it or whatever. Um, but I think this is a really important time to be creating and whether you're putting out an album or like even one song or you with an acoustic guitar in your living room, um, I think if artists also can can be using the time if they feel inspired to create for the for the fans because it gives people I think a, a bit of hope and that escape and just something to look forward to um, because artists and music it's so important um, to mental health and I don't think that that's talked about enough. Yeah and a lot of people will they'll make plans to go to shows that might be their only thing that might be their only social outlet you know they going to shows, going to gigs, hanging out with their friends, and now that's all gone, and they're sitting at home, like, that can be tough on people as well. Absolutely. And, and we've been, ever since ever since we released our song, we've been really trying to engage with our fans, and we have had, like, a couple of, um, of them come to us, like, hey, like, I've been, like, having, like, going through a really crappy time. And they do mention, like, it's, yeah, because of the lockdown, like, I'm feeling, you know, trapped. And they'll say that, like, our music has helped them, you know, it's, like, kind of, people have been, like, oh, 2020 is saved. Because, <laughs> like, we released the song, you know? Um, that And that's one of the great things that I've seen is that music, it's, it's weird because the live side kind of died down and went, like, went away. But then it was, like, the music never stopped you know people people have been constantly constantly working on new new music trying to 
put out content and not getting paid for it. And and I think that what's what's uh, great for me is just seeing that and and being able to uh, experience all the different music that I've been able to listen to and be able to come across and it's also helped me to be able to reach out to bands like yourselves and sit and and do do an interview like this and you know just it helps it helps everybody just kind of talk to people that aren't in the same four walls so i i I think it's great uh so what would be one thing that you would want your fans to take away from your music? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we just like, like coming off what I said before, we just want everything to be relatable, really. Like, we're always pretty honest with our music about um, what, you know, it's not really like our lyric content, it's not really a secret what it's about. It's like very straightforward. Um, it's really easily relatable. And we want people to relate with like, we're not really talking about obscure topics. <laughs> we want like our fans to connect to it, you know? Right. Awesome. Sam, you have anything to add to that or kind of the same? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah yeah i would definitely echo what izzy said i think it's just something that people can relate to that they can just enjoy and that will just let them i think just relax and have a good time and rock out and whatever they need to do yeah have a nice escape from day day to day life and give them an emotional response you know like even it could be like yeah this is this is metal as fuck yeah this this slaps boom yeah this is good (laughs) this is heavy or it could be like oh, this, like, hits me in my feelings, like, this is kind of making me sad, like, by, you know, but it's kind of making me feel good. You know when you're sad, and so you want to listen to a sad song? Yeah, it's like that, yeah. you know? You're yeah. like, I just want to see why we would cry to this. But, like, it's a nice release, you know, it's an escape. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, what's next for you guys, and where can people find your, your music and uh, find you on social media? So um, we have a website, conquerdivideofficial.com, and there you'll find our merch, you'll find all of our socials. Um, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, Bandcamp. What else? Wait, you can Google Music. We're on everything. <laughs> and I guess next, we're just planning, because like I said, we have some songs recorded, um, and we're just planning on how we're going to release them, whether we're going to do some videos, or whether we're just going to kind of release music by itself it's a whole it's a whole process and then we've got like i said we've got some fun content coming out as well which i'm excited about <laughs> just some like you know just like fun silly stuff that we've done on for our youtube channel there'll be playthroughs awesome. as well if anyone's wanting to know how to play yes you know, yeah, chemicals exactly. or other songs mm-hmm. yeah we're um, playing on some playthroughs um, there's one really, really heavy song that we're going to be coming out with, which I'm so excited for. And I'm excited to do a playthrough of that. Even though I'm like, I need to start practicing now for this because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like kind of ridiculous. But yeah, just some fun stuff like that. We're definitely um, going to be busting out the content because we were silent for 
five years or, or so. Well, not silent, because we went on tour in 2017, so I guess maybe three years. Right. Um, but uh, we have a bunch of content coming up, you know. We're not going to be staying silent like we did. And the only reason why we kept silent was that we weren't sure when we were going to release new music, so we didn't want to, like, kind of trail people along. We just thought it would be better, like, let's just keep our mouth shut until it actually happens. Right. <laughs> right. Um so and and where can people find you if they want to uh if they want to get guitar lessons or ukulele lessons or drum lessons even? So I'm um Izzy X Johnson uh on Instagram. And okay. I'm Slando Drums, like S Lando Drums on Instagram. All right, awesome. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to sit and chat with you guys about music and about your new single and everything. I can't wait to see what comes next for you guys. And I'm you've definitely made a fan out of myself, so I'll be I'll be really paying attention to what you guys do. So this has been Izzy and Sam from Conquer Divide. I've been Andrew. You've been listening to The Lion's Pit. And we'll see you next time, guys. Take care. Bye. I thank you. White shirt, now red, my bloody nose sleeping. You're on your tippy toes, creeping around like no one knows. Think you're so criminal. Bruises on both my knees for you. Don't say thank you or please. I do what I want when I'm wanting to. My soul so cynical. So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy. Just a whistle puffed guy. I'm the bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, let seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. When you take control, even if you know that you don't own me, I'll let you play the role, I'll be your animal. My mommy likes to sing along with me, but she won't sing the song if she reads all the lyrics. She'll pity the men I know. So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy, just a whistle puffed guy. I'm the bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, let's seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh.